Hey Anchor listeners, this is Jill. I'm coming to you from Jill George's in Brisbane Down Under. Hey, I um, was just speaking to my friends this morning on MSN and we were talking about one of her bad dreams, which I interpreted it as um, she was fighting a good fight um, and uh, she is in for a good fight. But... um. I said to her, look, I'll, you know, I'll post some stuff up on, on, uh, social media as well. But what's basically happened is, um, she's been informed through a social media website that the memorial to part of one of members in her family is being removed because Department of Main Roads and Transport in Queensland has put a message up hanging it over the cross saying that it's going to be removed and you've got by the particular date which I believe is Monday might be the 26th I'm not sure but um it's literally only been up there for days so I don't know how long they're supposed to give you but um I wanted to know what people think about uh, the removal of memorial sites you know you see them all over the country and some of them are very beautiful. Uh, my perspective is is that they're very beautiful because um, you know that that's the place where they that's the place where they passed away, and um, people people feel very deeply about these situations because it's a reminder of the situation that you can possibly get yourself into, and deterring other people from getting into that situation now you're not going to save everybody but if you can save one I would think that that's a good thing but um yeah they have to remove it and I'm trying to think okay this is in Stanthorpe this is in South Gully Road I think it's called um you know Stanthorpe in Queensland is uh renowned for its wine and tourism um fruit and veg like apples and grapes and just a whole bunch of stuff and cattle as well um but um I'm just trying to think you know why uh they're they're trying to remove it so of course it's weighing on her mind she's not feeling very good she said something about she hadn't dreamt in something like six years and so in order to dream this one it's obviously affecting her as you would understand but what I would like to know is what are our um, state members doing about it because Department of Main, Transport and Main Roads is uh, part of our state um, government uh, area and uh, what are you doing about it so the uh, member for the Stanthorpe area which is um, oh gosh what is it the Granite Belt area um, what, are the, what are you doing like I don't understand like why are you why is this happening and people aren't getting much notice and why is it such a hurry and you know what are the what are you planning on doing afterwards by removing it are you putting it back I don't know like it's it's like if if something happened and and you needed to have a grave site res, uh, resumed or you know because you need to do something would you not 
would you not put it back or do you relocate? Like you can just, can you imagine how these people feel? Like imagine how the families feel because it's not just one memorial site. It was several memorial sites. It's like, you know, why, why do you need to do this? I, I, I don't understand why they didn't think about this a bit more. Anyway, um, obviously some sort of roadworks needs to go in there that uh, is detrimental to the area of Stanthorpe. And it's not even in Stanthorpe, it's in Severin. So it's just outside of Stanthorpe, but, you know, it's all practically Stanthorpe. But anyway, um, it was the dream that, you know, that uh, she was sort of telling us about and, and trying to interpret the dreams, which I'm not a dream interpreter because dreams are easy to interpret. It's trying to in- interpret your own. But dreams are just basically, in a nutshell, everything that you dream about in your dream is about yourself. And so everything and the other people are yourself. So you know, at the end of the day, that the uh, dream was just basically just her fighting against something that she had to fight about, and uh, it was going to be a fight, and she could scream and shout all she wants, but if no one's going to hear her, when you wake up, what are you going to do? So, yeah, that's, you know, that's my philosophical thought for the day. Um, yeah, so I wish her all the best and, um, I put my post up on Twitter, so, you know, tagged, tagged people of relevance and, uh, I hope they do something about it and, you know, not so callous in the way that they've, uh, announced it. I don't know. That's just the way that I think. So the husband's still away um, and um, the eldest boy who is still at home, he's um, obviously he's still in Sydney if you've been listening to my podcasts. But my youngest, um, he had a sleepover last night so um, it was basically my first night alone after having all of those kids and... uh, it's it's a really funny feeling. So I was having problems with insomnia over the past, I don't know, a few days. I just, I was getting some sleep. So I suppose you wouldn't class it as a fully fledged insomnia, but I was only getting a couple of hours. And um, what I had last night was just complete and total quiet. Um, every day here we have the um, internet go down for some obscure reason Um, and I've mentioned this before it's like I don't know why but you know it's at night when it happens and um, you know if you don't notice it and you go on to your 4G well you're paying for it and um, I'm not saying anything about conspiracy theories, but it's awfully interesting that it happens every night. Anyway, it was a little bit different. I was on my own. Um, I didn't have uh, the youngest, who is Ethan. Um, He was at a sleepover, and it was my first night alone, and um, I got some sleep. Um, Maybe it's the whole... You know, the what's going on in your head. You're thinking about everybody and you're thinking about what I'm doing with podcasting and everything to do with social media and, you know, and just having all the human elements away from me 
was I finally got some sleep. So I think I went to bed. I don't know. I think it might have been somewhere around about one, one thirty, and um, you know, I just lie there for ages with my eyes shut, trying to go to sleep. I could probably pick up a book, but um, I just haven't yet. I look forward to when I do because um, I used to, well, my folks, my folks had bookshops. My folks had bookshops for like over 35 years. So I came, I come from a family of book people and um, I have myself have had a bookshop. So um, I just, I you know, I went through a transitional phase of having to leave my books and um, it it was a bit disheartening you know like some people some people will say to you that um, you know coming from a military family background some people will say to you that you just deal with it I would have said that to you you just deal with it you know when they get posted onto their next um, location you just you deal with it and then I've I've had one of my friends who sort of um, got to a point where she didn't want to move anymore she'd probably done it for 20 years and she said I'm not going to move anymore you know they didn't mind living apart or she didn't mind because she didn't want to leave her job because you leave your jobs over and over and I think a lot of people I don't know do people think about this but the person who is not the serving member so the wife or the husband who is at home or, you know, looking after the family. Not that the serving member doesn't look after the family, but they have to leave their jobs every single time. And the notion that they don't have jobs is asinine because they do. They need to have their own life. And some people have social uh, interactions with other members of military families and that's fine, you know, and they have functions and, you know, they have, and they've been really good with, with setting stuff up. But, uh, some of us like to work as well, because with work, we also earn money. And when we earn money, we feel better about ourselves. So yeah, she got to the point where she didn't want to leave it anymore. And, um, you know, she was on some good figures, some good numbers. And, um, you just have to start over again you know, every single time. But um, I think that's where she got to her point. And for me, um, we were posted to one location where it was just too far away to um, go to work. So I just thought, well, I'll just open up a shop here and, yeah, opened up a bookshop, which was totally fun. Um, the great thing about having a bookshop is the amount of people that you talk to, the books that you talk about, and sometimes it's not just the books that you talk about, it's just general, just general day-to-day things, or, you know, you're talking about the area that you're, you're living in, and how long have they been coming to it, and, you know, it's, it's pretty crazy, it's pretty cool, actually. So, um, yeah, I don't know how I got onto this, but, um... Yeah, it was just having family not at home. And it was really quiet. So I got some sleep. I um, I managed to get five hours, six hours, something like that. I think it was 8.30, which was really good. So what's that? 1.30, I got seven hours. So I um, just... 
I just needed to get some sleep and I got it. So um, he'll be back today and um, I don't know, we're going to do something tomorrow anyway. But um, um, he'll be back today and uh, I don't know what I'm going to do when he leaves home. He'll be the last one. I've been surrounded by all these kids all this time. What am I going to do? I can't have any more babies. I might have to travel. That'd be fun. Yeah, travel. So I was listening to a podcaster here on Anchor and and she was playing some jazz that took me back to the days when I was young and I used to hang out with my dad. And, um, you know, my dad and I used to go to like this monthly thing in Rocky, um, Rockhampton, which is near Yapoon in Queensland. And, um, we just, we used to listen to jazz and, you know, dad, he'd, um, he'd have some wine or would he have beer? I can't remember back then. Cause it would have been light cause he knows he has to drive. Um, but he'd always buy me a Coca-Cola and, um, you know, we'd just be sitting there listening to jazz and they were good times. But the reason I thought about this is that, um, you know, I'm having a bit of a feud with my sister at the moment. It's been going maybe about three years now. Anyway, whilst we were down in Sydney, um, they went into my ma's house and, uh, they took all the records, all the jazz records. So I don't have access to those records at the moment, if ever. But, um, you know, what's great is that I can listen to someone's podcast and, and I can hear some of that music. So at least I know some of the artists that I don't recall and um, I'll pop that into a playlist, which makes me happy. But, you know, that sort of like led me on to, you know, dad and, and you know, and die at the death and dying. And then I get the MSN from my friend this morning about the memorial site. And and then I had, you know, that whole thought bubble of, you know, human elements and how I can sleep and what am I going to do when my kids aren't here and I'll travel. It's like this whole evolving of what to do before you get to these particular points and point as in death so um you know I'm doing the podcast and um I think that it's going to be great because it'll have some relevance for a family member of mine to listen to in the future as well as vlogging and stuff like that um you know I'm going to be doing that more because It'll be there for my family in the future to have a look at and they can say, oh my God, grandma was such an idiot, but that doesn't matter because at least they can see it. I look at the things, I see the fact that, you know, my sister and brother, they have like, we've got all this um, old black and white film of them and there's not a lot of me and mum and dad must have just gone, oh, well, this is the third child. We don't need to have that many photos. So there's not a lot of me. But I remember I had a really nice time with my mum and dad when I was living with them because I didn't really have it with my brother and sister. Um, they were pretty much left home, I don't know, after I was six to eight years old, I think it was. So they were gone skis. Maybe that's the reason why I don't get on with my family. Maybe it's only because I'm such a pig-headed person and I can't get past certain things. Maybe I need to go and speak to somebody. 
This is really cathartic going through this podcast. People said that it would be good for me to go through it because occasionally I'm going to come across these things. It's not like I haven't been to, you know, talk to somebody before, but that was more over an event and I'm fine with that event now. So, but, you know, just to to talk about stuff because trying to sort of talk about it on here is great, but I feel like I'm being random all over the place. Not that I can't keep up with that, but, you know, if you can keep up with it, that's fine. Anyway, it's been great talking to you all. If you enjoy my podcast, or even if you don't enjoy my podcast, please like the yellow star because it gives someone the opportunity and they might listen to it, which people do. So, um, yeah. Uh, remember the music that we play on here I don't believe you can hear it on Apple iTunes you must subscribe to Anchor so I always like to put a tune on at the end something relevant um, to the podcast of the day Um, I always enjoy talking to you and I will look forward to coming to you on Sunday Sunday short day short podcast day because I like to get up and going with Sunday so anyway Um, Lovely talking to you and I will speak again tomorrow. Bye.